Gamblers, welcome back to episode 10 of the Bookish Podcast. I want to remind everyone to follow us on Twitter, Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, and Google Play, all at Book It Podcast. If you could subscribe, follow, and click the little bell to get reminded every time we post something new. Also, if you could share it with your friends, just a retweet on Twitter will do. We just want to grow the community we have, get us out there to more people. Thank you. And on today's episode, we got a full plate of content. We're going to talk Tiger. We're going to talk baseball. We're going to go to the NBA playoffs, a little NHL playoffs, and then we'll round it out with a little NFL talk. I'm here joined, as always, by my good friend, Colin Herndon. How are we doing on this lovely Tuesday evening? Uh, I'm very tired. My sunburn hurts like a bitch. Uh, that's about all I got. Yeah, dude. Um, so I had that presentation today, and you could like see my sunglass tan line. And I was like, damn, this looks bad. Yeah, my sunglass tan line is ridiculous. The back of my neck feels like Satan's licking it. And my arms look like candy canes. That's that's, that's just that's just doesn't sound pleasant. Ah, you'll be fine. Yeah, well, don't day drink and not wear sunscreen. <laughs> Moral of the story from me, both me and Everly, don't day drink and not wear well, sunscreen. Well, no, hang on, hang on. It's It's day drink, but just wear sunscreen when you day drink. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Don't day drink without wearing sunscreen. <laughs> yeah, but but always drink. Like there's there's never yeah, saying well, no. yeah, you yeah. always drink. Okay. Just well, so absolutely. we have that clear. Yeah. Okay, so I think we should start with the Masters here. It was hell of a weekend. I was I was all in on Tiger. I I mean I had some master bets out. I had uh I had Kepka, I had uh Xander, I had Molinari. I mean I didn't have much on them. I had them I think around or somewhere between twenty five to thirty to one on all of them. Wasn't anything crazy, but um, my book did some weird stuff Thursday night <laughs> where it paid out for first round, and I actually did the math. I actually made more because I had Deshambo and Brooks, and they paid out fifty percent. So I got all my money, and then I tried to contact them to be like, "You guys did this wrong. You guys are idiots." But I don't know. They 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 just haven't answered me. So I got my money out of that book, and I'm going on to other places. But so my masters went good because of their stupidity um did you have any bets out no uh i literally did nothing at all betting related school related anything from thursday to last night so that's fair i yeah literally i had a test wednesday got back was defeated drank came back thursday went to class came back laid in bed Went to class Friday, came back, drank Saturday, tailgated, didn't make it to the blue and white game. Uh, no one Sunday. There's no point of going no. to it. No, it was kind of. I, I heard uh, from some inside sources that we don't look too good and we shouldn't really name them because that could be uh bad look for the brand. But a couple inside sources told me that we do not look good at all. Well, let's just say um, come football season, college football season, we'll have insider info on Penn State. So, yeah. What's up? Yeah, let's go with it. All right. Anyway, uh, how much of Tiger's round or just the Masters in general did you watch uh, yesterday? Uh, I watched his whole – wait, his whole round. Yeah, so it started at like what, like 7, 9.30? Yeah. I'm trying my hardest out here. I woke up at like – I don't know, 10.30, went out into the living room around 11, so I caught from 11 until whenever it ended, like 1 o'clock or whatever Yeah, it was. I mean, the back nine was all that mattered, if you ask me. I yeah. Mean, his front nine was – I mean, I was texting my dad back and forth, and 
he had a back-to-back bogeys and it was like oh he's looking a little shaky but you know what the masters because they start in the back nine which the back nine's harder and you knew and then once you saw everyone in front of him starting to roll in birdie after birdie after birdie you're like okay he's gonna have a chance here and I think he was he was on like 14 when there was like eight people within two shots of the lead and I was yeah. like oh my god what's gonna happen here and hey he was he was fending him off and now yes yep. Molinari helped him Molinari pine cone shot yeah I mean there were <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of things that helped him and I'm glad he won he he deserved to win if you ask me he he did play really good golf. I think I saw a stat. He's over the last three majors. He's thirty-two under par, which the next closest to him. He's first. The next closest is twenty-nine under. So hey, he's playing great golf right now. But we can't forget he is forty-three. I know he's Tiger. I know he's great, but he is forty-three. Let's remember that. And at Augusta, he's played it every single year. It's the same course, and they put the same pin placements out there. He knows how to play that course. Going somewhere, I think I know they go to Pebble. I think they go to Pebble for the U.S. Open, uh, somewhere like that. He's already won there, yes, but I, I would be hesitant to bet him. Yeah, I would too. I know I know Everly and me were talking before uh, about like the whole Tiger situation. Like you're not really getting great numbers for a guy who's was he? He's forty two, right? 43 yeah 43 42 whatever he is yeah it's 42 43 you're not getting great numbers for a guy who's 42 43 and hasn't won a major besides for over the weekend he he hadn't won a major in 11 years so yeah uh... and hey his back it's it's fused together he's doing great like i i think i heard i think it was three years ago he he couldn't sit down or lay down without there being pain which i'm happy for the guy i hope he i hope he goes on and wins three more i hope he beats jack i I love Tiger, but if we're talking from a betting perspective, like he was, I think fourteen to the one, fourteen to one in the beginning of the week, and I got into not an argument, but I put a tweet out today. I was like, "Listen, if you bet Tiger, you're really not a good gambler because that's a terrible number. Because we bet numbers, we don't bet teams or players here. And right. like you, like you said, a guy that hasn't won a major in eleven years, he's forty three, at fourteen to one. Come on, man. Yeah, like that." Like, yeah, he did win. So, like, if you bet on him, like, good for you and we're happy for you. But I'm never going to be mad about someone winning a bet. Like, yes. No, neither yes, am I. I'm happy you won. I, I'm just – we're just trying to inform you that if you're trying to do this and get better at it, that's not a place where you want to be betting a guy. No, like, if you're – you have to look at the scenario. You don't look at the – just the player's name. The dude was 42-43 – Back surgery, however long ago, it's fused now, it's whatever. Uh, hasn't won a major in 11 years, and you're telling me he's only 14 to 1, and you got other guys out there who are young. Like, like what was Spieth for the, um, for the weekend? Spieth, uh, he was, I think, around 25 to 1, which he was playing bad golf going in. A good example yeah. would be Brooks, would be Kepka, yeah. who's who won three out of the last six majors, and he was 33 to 1. There was no reason at all for Tiger to just be sitting at 14 to one, like that literally had no, like there, there was no correlation there. Was he the favorite for the field? Like on, on the websites? No, who was the favorite? Uh, I forget who the favorite uh, going in was. Yeah. It was probably, it was probably like DJ or, um, Spieth was probably up there. I forget who it was, but needless to say, 14 to one on Tiger. That was insanity. If you bet that, congratulations, if you bet it, I'm, 
happy you bet it. I'm happy you cashed a ticket. I'm I'm thrilled Tiger won. I'm a huge Tiger guy, but as a fan, you also have to remember you can't you can't place bets off what you want. You place bets off what you know. Hence the we bet numbers. We don't bet players. We don't bet teams. I want to make that T-shirt. That'd be a really cool T-shirt. Yo, if anybody wants us to do that, actually tweet at us because we were looking at doing it before, making a little bit of a little bit of a, a brand shirt. Don't bet numbers or don't bet players. Bet numbers. We don't. We don't bet. We don't bet players. We bet. No, what you're messing me up. <laughs> it's 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 whatever we, Everly we said bet, before. We bet numbers, we don't bet teams. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's how you have to play too. Yeah, and that's that's in any sport like that. And my last thing I'll add on Tiger is once again, I want everyone to know I'm not bashing Tiger. I love Tiger. I hope he keeps winning. But it's just like the Yankees in baseball. It's like the Patriots in football. It's Bama in football. It's the Warriors in basketball. You pay a premium to bet the team, the public team that people like. It's it's how Vegas makes money because they know they're putting out a line that's not a fair line at all, and they're getting people to bet into it. And most of the time, that line does not win. But, hey, like I said, congratulations on cashing a ticket. Yeah, because Tiger could have very easily finished – like could have been cut after the first round just as easy as he won it. Like, just, like, by the player he is, like, over the past couple... Like, he was hot going into it, but you look at the past couple of years, you know what I mean? I've... Yeah, just look at the at the tournament he played two weeks ago. It was a match play tournament, and he played... He had to play 36 holes on a Saturday. He ended up falling apart in the last five holes because he just got tired. And that's what happens with age. You have to look at some stuff like that. That's why I'm... I mean, I've probably said this a thousand times. I'll keep saying it. I'm happy Tiger won. I just, I won't bet him because you, like we said, you bet the number, you don't bet the player. What we're saying is the odds weren't really in Tiger's favor for him to just be a fourteen to one odds kind of guy. Like there are so many other guys that you could have taken with better odds than that. Now Tiger did win, so if you bet it, you were good. But still, it's just playing the. You're playing the numbers. You're not playing. Just looking at a guy and saying, oh, okay, yeah. Like, Tiger honestly could have been sitting at 25 to 1, 30 to 1, 35 to 1, somewhere around there. That probably would have made a better line. Yeah, of course. I would have had some, I would have had money on him if he was 25 plus to 1. That would have been reasonable if you asked yeah. me. I mean, uh, I saw someone tweet out that, I don't know, someone had a really bad take about three weeks ago. They're like, oh, Tiger, Tiger should be 300 to 1 to win the Masters. He has no chance. He's going to miss the cut, blah, 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 blah. Which, that's insanity. I mean, that's just a tiger hater. There's there's few of those out there, but hey, it's whatever. Sixers game or game start now. I hope they don't lose again. If they look like they did last time, I'm gonna be really pissed because the team has so much potential. But they're just, oh boy. Yeah. What time do the Heat play? Oh shit. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that's... that brings <laughs> us into our next segment. We're gonna talk about betting baseball a little bit here. Um. We'll say this right now. I would, we would probably talk about betting the NBA playoffs, but um, I don't know about you. I haven't made an NBA bet in uh, two two months, maybe. I haven't made one since before March Madness. I don't think. Yeah, I just there's no point to bet the, especially now. I see people betting the NBA and they're like having a team total, a game total, a number, a, a money line, a money line. I'm like, oh, this is the playoffs. Like these these lines are really good right now. It's not somewhere where you want to bet. You could you could look at baseball and 
No, it's it's not sexy to bet baseball. No, it's it's not sexy to only bet a couple times a a, a day. It's only you only have two bets out and and they don't go off till tonight and yeah, but it it's where you're finding value. It's not just bet it because you're watching it. I think there's literally only one NBA bet that I was looking at that I could potentially take, and it's uh, on the 17th. It's Milwaukee minus 15 and a half against Detroit because Blake Griffin's most likely going to be out. So then Detroit's just a team of whoever. I mean, yeah, and I mean you got to remember it is a playoff, so those because everyone's in the NBA is is very good. I know Milwaukee is a good team, and I think they can win the East just as much as I think the Sixers yeah. can win the East, just as much as I think the Celtics can win the East. Nah. I one of those teams are gonna come out. You know that. I don't. I don't, I don't care what they're. They, one of those three are gonna come out of the East, in my opinion. I would replace the Celtics there with the Raptors. I completely forgot. This shows the, how much I pay attention to the NBA. I completely forgot the <laughs> Raptors were even in the East. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll take yeah. the Celtics out. I'll add the Raptors or add the Raptors and have all four. One of them. Yeah. That's well. well right yeah. There. I mean. The, <laughs> They're your top four seats. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know what the hell you think you're accomplishing there. I, I don't like but, the NBA. I don't pay attention to the dumb stuff. Yeah, I just pay attention when it comes playoff time in the NBA, honestly. I mean, I don't really pay attention to the West that much, even though I guess I should because the West is probably the stronger conference, like, overall. Like, the East, I think, is a lot more top-heavy than the, the West is more like one through eight are good. And, like, the East, it's, like, one through four are pretty good. And then it's just, like, oh, okay, yeah. My only thing on the West is, realistically, I, can you bet on or against the Warriors right now? Because, I mean, I have to see them, how motivated they are. Because I know I know uh, Kerr's been coming out, and he's been saying, hey, like, it's just draining going to the finals for five straight years. Like, these long seasons are getting to us. And they could stumble. And I think I saw a bet out there that I – didn't take I have nothing on the NBA but it was like every it was like the field or the Warriors and I think the field was like maybe plus like 200 or something and that was the only bet that I was like hey that's that actually makes sense because you're not going to put any money on the Warriors because they're minus odds to win the title which is insane you're not going to try to bet them against the spread or any series prices there and I mean I guess if you bet series prices with the with the Rockets or or something like that, but I, I don't know. I don't. I can't talk about the NBA. I don't know enough about it. <laughs> it's all right, buddy. You're trying out here. Yeah. It's. I'm sorry. There's too many sports going on that are better than the NBA. Why would I pay attention to the NBA? I mean, I guess that's fair enough. Like even I'll pay attention to hockey more. Like you got the Lightning, who they they were the odds on. I think they were they were minus one fifty to win the uh, to win the East going in, and they're down three zero right now. Yeah, I don't really know anything about hockey, so I couldn't even tell you that. That's one sport I will not bet just because of the ra- fact that I literally don't know anything about it. I won't bet uh, it in the playoffs. I I watch no. it. Like I know, um, I'm pulling for right now the uh, Islanders. I mean, I'm a six. I'm a uh, Flyers fan. I guess you can say I'm a Philly fan, so I'll say that. But um, I see a lot of good things about the Islanders. So I know someone from Long Island, so I'll pull for them. I guess I I root for the Penguins just because Pittsburgh. I don't know. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they're gonna get swept by the Islanders. Just just saying, their Islanders are up three nil, three nothing, three three uh, games to none. 
Nah, it's okay. We'll All get right. on next year, I guess. <laughs> All right, let's get into a sport we can actually talk about. So let's get into a little baseball here. So uh, have you been betting anything on baseball this year, or have you been waiting for me to figure out my uh, mathematical model and get I've go been, that I've way? I've been waiting for the model. I've been waiting for the model, and plus I've been busy, so I like haven't been able to look at anything. That's a fair man. So yeah, I actually was finally able to figure out my model um, about probably about five days ago now. I think maybe last weekend I figured it out. So on the MLB season, I'm up about 10 units. I'm 30, 23, and 2, and I'm actually on two. I've won my last six in a row. And what I figured out with my model is I don't bet – I don't have it – I don't trust it enough yet to bet on a particular game like um, a plus 140 on someone to win outright. I find more value in the total because with how I have my model set up, I'm not going to go into it. If if you want to know it or I could – it's. I mean, I'm, I put all my picks on the action app, but if you want to talk more about it, you can message me. I'm not going to go blabber on about it right here. But what I figured out is I'm able to get – numbers from this season for for their bats pitching numbers from last season so they have a overall not just like three starts average it out and um my model right now i think it's hitting around 60 percent on a five percent edge and around 63 percent on a nine percent edge which i know it's early i know it's only about a week in but it's it's just something that helps me look at games and i could say i can get like Here's a good example for you, something I didn't bet today. The Phillies game. The Phillies are playing the Mets, and the total seven and a half. Well, my numbers say you should bet the over. They my, my, my numbers have it at about 10. But there's weather in the east. I don't know if anyone knows about that. And I, there's about 20 to 30 mile an hour wind. And I looked, it's blowing in. So all I do is I go on a little AccuWeather. I see what way the wind's blowing. I bring up a little map of the stadium, and I see where it's blowing in or out. Like last week it happened in, I think, Wrigley. The wind was blowing out. I bet an over there. It it hit. I didn't bet the under in Philly because seven and a half is insane. I just stayed off the game. But if you're able to make a model and, like like I said, if anyone wants to learn how I believe me, I, I didn't create this all myself. I used stuff I've learned from people. It just gives you something to look at and to go off of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, speaking on the Phillies game, it's currently 3 nothing in the bottom of the third right now, and McCutcheon just doubled. But, you know, so. My, my, I hope my numbers are right because that just that just adds to the – to how to if it's – to make it better. That's fine with me. Yeah. Uh, well, your shit looks pretty good right now if, uh, if I'm seeing it correctly. Because uh, there's no outs with a runner on second and third and bottom of third. So, three nothing already. Hey, that's yeah, why but- sometimes in baseball it's it, it's so long. And I always I always wonder with – That's what she said. <laughs> Set myself up there, didn't I? Yep. I always wonder if like people that have a model – because baseball is so numbers heavy. There's so many people that just bet numbers. Like you can go in and look at individual pitching and then you could look at – like I mainly look at weather. I look at my numbers I have. I see I look at I go back and look at my numbers. I say, are my numbers reasonable? And then I'll I'll make a bet off that. And hey, it, you can call me crazy, but as long as it works for me, I'm gonna keep rolling. Yeah, I honestly I've been waiting for you to get that uh model out, uh, because like I wanna use that pretty badly. I could <laughs> I could um 
make it is there any way to like share an excel and like when i update it you'll see it yeah is there a way to do that yeah if you tell me how to yeah. do that i could do that for you yeah i'll help you out there I, i'm pretty versed in excel all right yeah it's funny because i'm the one that made the model but i don't know anything about it well i know i know how to do like look up function and make numbers yeah. go places so i make it easy on myself so i just have to put in the pitcher's name and the odds and then they just spit out numbers for me so i could do that but yeah just show me how to share and i'm 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 fine to share it with you bud all right thanks and if any of you guys want to see it like for help like help uh just message us and uh when it's done we'll let you know and we can see what we can arrange yeah i mean it'll never fully be done because i i want to keep adding stuff no. to it i want to make adjustments because i heard i heard a smart person say this once they said well you can make something that or something i don't know the exact quote they were like you can make something that works or you make something that doesn't work but if you make something that doesn't work you could always make it work because you could figure out the problem so that's where we're at right now yep yeah so we're just ironing out some kinks right now or i should say everly's ironing out some kinks right now and uh when he gets that done uh we'll let you guys know we'll probably send out a tweet and then if you guys want some information just dm us or contact us in some way or just follow me on the action app and i, I put my bets in the right with him. if i make like i'll put the numbers in so after this podcast i'll put tomorrow's numbers in and i'll probably make a better too and it, it'll be in the app tonight so if you want the easiest way to do it just follow us on the action app yeah i mean i don't use it the action app as much because they're still freaking don't put the damn bets in that you put in <laughs> but <sighs> that makes me so mad it's fine everything's fine hey well some other things I would look at when you're handicapping baseball, focus on if you don't want to make a model. That's that I completely understand. It's not, believe me, it's it's nothing that's that easy to do. You have to kind of put some work into it. And what I would look at is pitchers are main main thing, starting pitchers, and then bullpens are also big. And you have to know teams like the Rays. So the Rays have a starting pitcher. You probably even know. You probably know a lot about the Rays. I I I know a good bit. They kind of have a, they have Snell, but then if he's not starting, they kind of have a Charlie Morton. Well, yeah, but then they have a committee almost. Yeah. When they come out with their little committee where they go like two, 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 and then that's their starting pitcher. I mean, it's kind of smart. I know a lot of teams were looking at doing that. I know the Yankees said they were probably looking at maybe making a setup guy, like say like when CC would pitch since he's older and he's not going to be able to go the distance as much. Bring in like uh, what's his name, Chad Green, and pitch him the first three innings and then bring CC in for probably four through like eight and then bring in Chapman for uh, nine. Yeah. And that's just something that it's, it's cause that's what analytics are pointing teams towards. And it's something that you have to kind of keep in the back of your head. And when you look it up, say, look at this team and see who the starting pitcher is, see how many innings he's thrown previous. If you see a guy that's, he's been a reliever and they're just starting him. Well, he's not going to be throwing six or seven innings. He's going to be going two, three, maybe four. And you just have to factor that in. Yeah, that I know a lot of teams are looking at doing that a lot more now. Uh, I was reading something up uh, earlier in the season that said that might honestly be adapted into baseball, like in a couple of years where basically everybody does it, unless you have like a stub like Verlander, Severino, Scherzer, like somebody like that. And I think it's smart too because if you have a guy going and he gets shelled in that three, he gets shelled in the first inning, and yeah. you're like you could pull him right away because you already had him on the short leash. Yeah, exactly. And then you can bring in, say, another setup guy. So I'm just using the Yankees as an example. You start Chad Green. He doesn't do well. You bring in – wait, who the fuck? You bring in Batances. 
I mean, well, Batances is hurt right now, but just say you bring in Batances to work, uh, say, the next three innings. Then you bring in your starter who you were going to start, like, say, CC, because they're going to do it a lot more with the older guys to start off because they can't go the distance as much. And then you work him until the eighth inning, seventh inning, bring in a setup man, and then bring in your closer. Exactly. So that's just something to know. And it's – see, I like I like handicapping these games and looking at them because you learn those things, and they're – like I'm, I'm big into sports. I know you are too. And I mean, I personally, like when those sports are on, I don't know what to do in my life. I try to watch movies, but I mean, yeah, that's about all I can do. I, I like knowing this stuff. It might be sound weird and stuff, but I mean, once the school work's done and you're like, I want to watch sports, you, you want to know something about it too. So it's always good. Yeah. Like during the summer, I can literally sit down and watch baseball for like eight hours. It's kind of ridiculous, but I can literally just lay there and watch it and you learn a thing or two. Well, I'm gonna get done work at like one o'clock, so I'll come over and I'll. I'll yeah. I'll, I'll, I don't. I don't even know where I'm working yet, so we, we got that working. For you me. probably won't even be up at one o'clock half the time. Yeah, it depends if I get night shift or whatever. Um, last thing I'll put on baseball is ballparks matter too. Um, that's the one thing about baseball, football. It's all the same dimensions. Basketball, it's all the same dimensions. Baseball, every stadium's different. Some are hitter friendly, like Coors. Some aren't like in Seattle. That's not a hitter ballpark. And uh, like, for example, Seattle, my model had that game at like 10 and a half runs yesterday. The spread was seven and a half. But I said, you know what? This isn't a hitter ballpark. I, I don't I don't like this situation. I'm not going to bet it. It was a uh, five runs total, which made sense because fly balls just they, they don't carry and it takes a bomb to hit one out. All right, so I only have one bet tonight. It's the Reds and the Dodgers over seven and a half. Um, my model agrees with it, puts it at around, I think, around nine and a half runs. I agree with it. Uh, no weather out there tonight. Uh, yeah, so that's all we're rolling with tonight. We'll see how that pans out. And like I said, we'll get off this here. We'll put tomorrow's numbers in, and we'll see where that puts us. Yeah, uh, tonight I'm rolling with some homework until about 9.30 and then some Harry Potter. So that that's what I'm rolling with tonight. Life of a college student, let me tell you, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm done with tests until finals, but like it's just now everybody threw literally all their homework that they didn't do during the semester to the end of the semester. And then I have to do that before I can start studying for finals. And I got to go home this weekend for Easter, so I kind of want to die. Yeah, um, I actually had a test at a presentation today, and yeah, after that, I have one presentation on like the twenty seventh or something, and then it's just finals for me. So yeah. we're kind of we're kind of coasting right now. But I'm in the same boat with all that BS homework. It's pisses me off. Yeah, just busy work, and then I I have six finals. So uh... <laughs> six, ew. Yeah, I have a final in liter. No, actually, I have five. I have five finals in a final project. I only have. Yeah. Four, I believe. Yeah, four. Which, I mean, you're an engineer, so you're supposed to do a lot of work. I'm a sport major. I'm not. Yeah, I want to die. <laughs> and, like, the sunburns, just it makes me tired because I'm hot <laughs> and it hurts my neck. And I was walking to class and I had a shirt on that, like, was rubbing the back of my neck. And it was just killing me all day. And, oh, I just want to die. It's fine. Oh, my God. Hey, so our plan for this uh, upcoming week is I think Wednesday we're going to have a special guest come on to talk about just yep. baseball, not not even anything to do with betting. It's just going to be about baseball. If you just want to listen uh, to get more information about baseball, you're just a baseball fan, just 
Uh, that'll probably come out Thursday or Friday, I would assume. And then yeah. uh, I guess next week we might maybe we'll start doing some different different shows. We'll have a little baseball and then we'll we'll change it up a little bit. Yeah, uh, he's probably going to be on. He he runs a he runs a podcast where he talk about uh, Philly sports a lot, and uh, he co- he covers the uh, Reading Phillies for somebody. I forget who he covers for. He'll he'll tell you when he's on. Uh, but before we get going, I just have a question for you. Ev. Let me hear it. What's your opinion on the whole Russell Wilson thing? The trade rumors? Yeah, where he gave them a deadline at tonight at midnight, and if they, he doesn't sign it, he wants to be gone. Well, see, I, I don't I, Some people I hear that stuff from, and I'm like, is it because they want money? Is it because they want out? Russell Wilson does seem like a very down-to-earth guy, but yeah. I. with that being said, I, I think he actually means it. I I think Seattle should probably pay him. I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't. <laughs> but what if you're able to go to, like, I'm, I'm just saying, a Miami or a team that's up there in the draft? Because, no offense, their defense is kind of slacking a little bit. They could be – yeah. you could save money, trade them away to – I'm saying Miami because I know they're going to be a dumbass out there that's going to take the guy for – a gazillion dollars. Yeah, I saw Miami and New York were the two uh, landing places if they do decide to trade them. Oh, if Miami gets them, I'll get a Russell Wilson jersey, 100%. Guarantee that one. Yeah, like, because I was just trying to think of, like, teams that are sitting for a draft pick for a quarterback. Like, I know Miami's trying to sit for the whole, like, year. Like, they signed Fitzpatrick just to tank because they're not drafting one this year. Tank for Tua. And, yeah, and I noticed that there's not really too many teams out there that really like desperately need a quarterback right now. Like you can look at like, I mean, Cincinnati, you can go either way with it. I mean, I think Andy Dalton's time there is probably up Denver maybe because they just got Flacco Washington, depending on what happens with Alex Smith. Like there, there's not a whole lot of teams out there. Cause like you look at, you look at uh Jacksonville, they just signed Nick Foles to a huge extension. Pittsburgh still has Roethlisberger for two, three years, whatever it's going to be. Uh, like then you got all the rookie quarterbacks last from last year, except for Rosen are safe for the time being. Like there's not a lot of teams that can honestly get a trade for Russell Wilson going. And I think the giants and Miami are probably the only two. Honestly, I just thought about this, but what if the Ravens were involved? So they, they, they obviously would trade Lamar and maybe a pick. And I know, I don't know how they feel about giving up Lamar. I understand, but I'm just saying GM's mind, they might be thinking that one through. Get a veteran quarterback because you made it to the playoffs last year, and if you had a quarterback that could throw the ball in that spot, you might actually beat, you might actually win that game. But They play that way, right? Yeah. Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, See, if I don't know. I'm not big on Lamar. Like, I know the Ravens are. I think Lamar benefited from being a quarterback that didn't start at the beginning of the year. He benefited from coming in like week, like whatever it was, like eight or nine when Flacco went down and teams weren't prepared to game plan for him. Like they weren't like ready to see this quarterback who really can't throw the ball and just runs and runs the read option. Just does a lot of just QB sneaks a lot or not QB sneaks, but QB like designed runs and like runs like that. Because like, if you look at Lamar can't really throw the ball that well. Oh no. No, his his throwing is it's ugly, honestly. Yeah, it, like if I was the Ravens, I wouldn't even think about like, or 
I wouldn't have to think about trading for Russell Wilson if they just wanted like a first round pick in Lamar. I'd do that in a goddamn heartbeat. I mean, it was like it was just a thought process. Now I don't know what their cap space and everything, but I'm in the same thought process there exactly with you. I think we probably had this exact conversation. Lamar, it, you're exactly right. He came in. Defensive coordinators did not know how to game plan against him. And just look at the Charger game. Remember earlier in the season, he they went to LA and they won that game because that was week 16 yes they won that game lamar had a great game guess what what was what's it three weeks later he comes back yeah charges defense just to him plays yeah he may have he almost kind of had to come back at the end but he really didn't play well and i think the second time around with a lot of these defensive coordinators they're gonna film them they're gonna they're gonna shut him down they're gonna force him to throw the ball and people are gonna see that he's really not a great thrower and then baltimore's gonna be in a load of shit yeah, they're, they're going to stack the box with a spy, have just a couple of guys, like, say, run, like, if they have three receivers out there, probably three corners of safety up high, stack the box, have a, a QB spy, and just run it with that, and that'd probably be enough to stop Lamar until he's able to throw well. Yeah, I, I mean, if I'm a defensive coordinator, I'm saying beat me by the pass. I'm saying I'm putting single coverage on everyone. First of all, they, what receivers do they have? They, they don't have <laughs> they any. Don't, they don't have anybody. <laughs> and Their receivers are subpar. No, I mean that's the thing. If they did bring in like a Russell Wilson, he would, he would probably want some weapons, which it would kind of be a a buy-in, and it'd be like we need to go get a receiver like now, which I understand that maybe they don't want to do that. Maybe they want to be in a little rebuild. But I, if you're you're right, I mean honestly, we should we should do a uh, NFL preview for win totals because Ravens are probably I think I saw them around eight. That might be an under right there. I yeah I think. I know a lot of people are high on the Ravens for next year because they made the playoffs like last year, but honestly, they lost some pieces on defense. Now they get, did gain like Earl Thomas, but I mean, he's how old's Earl Thomas? Thirty something, coming off a broken leg. I, I mean, people are saying that's a spl- one of the splashes of the free agency. You don't even know if Earl's going to be able to play that well anymore. He just broke his leg, and now he's coming back. He's like thirty some years old. I mean, I don't really see anything there. They lo- they lost Terrell Suggs. Uh, they don't have the leadership with Flacco anymore. I mean, I, I guess Lamar can rally the troops or something, but I, I'm not really high on Lamar and they lost all their receivers. <laughs> but like, just like we said with baseball, it's mainly the pitcher that matters. It's the quarterback that matters. And do you trust Lamar to get you to even an eight and eight season? Like, are you serious right now? No. Yeah. I, I don't like, like they have the Browns as a favorite to win that division. I think Pittsburgh's second, and then I would say Ravens and Cincy. Now it's Cincy's not going to win it, but people are probably putting money on the Ravens, thinking, "Wow, well the Ravens just made the playoffs. They're probably going to go on a run again. They just got Earl Thomas, blah blah blah." Well, Lamar's not a good quarterback. You're you're running through a quarterback who can't throw the ball. And personally, my thought on my thought on the whole division, Pittsburgh could sneak out easily if you ask me, just because. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland, yes, everyone loves them. Yes, I, I agree. They have potentially the best offense. Remember, Baker's in his second year. Sophomore slumps yep. happen. This team is going to yeah. need a year to gel. I think next year is the look for them, not this year. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, ne- like we're talking about the 2019 season coming up. I think the Browns will probably win that division. I'm saying that as a Steelers fan, the Browns will probably win that division in 2020. Like, I'm agreeing with Everly here. It's probably not going to happen. Yeah, I, like th- that's year. what I'm saying. I think next year there's going to be a big hype around them, and I could see even early in the year they they get a couple wins, and everyone's like, "Oh, here we go, here we go." I I don't think they'll be good late in the season. I don't think it'll be a 
they're not going to win the division, in my opinion. I don't think they get the wild card. I think they missed the playoffs. I know I'm probably the only one stepping out there, and I feel like recently I've been on the edge of a lot of things saying about Tiger, saying about this. I just I don't think this is the Browns' year. Next year, I will 100% be in on them. It's the two-year cycle type thing. Yeah, well, I mean, the Browns' whole team's young. It's not just Baker. Like, their whole team is a young team. Like, if you're looking at defense, you're looking at line because they just they don't have Joe Thomas anymore. And they just traded – who? What, who's the guard they traded? They traded uh, – Oh. Zeitler, yeah, maybe? Yeah, I think that uh, was his name. I forget his exact name. I, I can't remember who they traded. They traded somebody. And uh, they got Olivier Byrne, and that's probably their oldest player on defense. That might be their oldest player on the entire team, to be honest with you. They're, they have a new coach, too. Remember that. Their coach just got fired. Yeah. Yeah, they got Freddie Kitchens. I mean, I think they should have stuck with Greg Williams, but I mean, uh, that's what I thought. I thought the same thing. I thought he he was a good guy to keep in there because it, it looked like everyone wanted to play for him. The Ravens win totals nine. Yeah, that's. I think that's going under. I don't think there's any way Lamar can uh, propel that team to nine wins. But I digress. We're only sitting in April right now. It's it's fine. Yeah, I wanna I wanna really get. Into, I wanna see the draft. I wanna see where free agents go. Um, I really want to like sit down and look at all the teams before I go make crazy assumptions. But yeah, first glance, uh, them under nine wins, the Browns under seven and a half wins are my two leans. And especially with the Browns, I probably will lay off of them until later because that might get bet up to eight because everyone, their mother will probably be on them. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Browns can have a decent year. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to be overhyped this year. They still need a year to jail, but. It's fine. Yeah. Well, I think this was a good we, – we talked Masters. We talked NBA. We talked all the sports yeah, we today. we talked NFL. We talked MLB. I think we literally – we talked a little hockey. We, we literally hit every single sport. Um, next podcast, we'll talk tennis so we get <laughs> everything covered. <laughs> That's a joke. Yeah, we're not talking That's, tennis. Actually, it might, I don't know. Maybe we're actually, <laughs> that's a joke. I'm not. We're not talking titles. We're, we're talking, talking uh, Bundesliga or whatever it's called over in. Uh, I think that's like Sweden. I don't know. Cricket. We'll talk some cricket. Yeah, cr- <laughs> I'm talking cricket. Let's go. All right, I gotta go watch the Sixers. Send us on home. All right, thanks again for listening, bookies. Uh, make sure you tune in sometime later in the week. Uh, keep an eye on our Twitter because we're gonna have our special guest coming in talk baseball. Uh, we're gonna throw a little bit of a betting standpoint in there, but it's going to be basically just an overview of the season where we see things going uh thanks for listening and as always this has been colin herndon and alex everly signing off cheers